Brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We carry on through our day as if everything is just fine. But for many of us, it's merely a mask covering up all the emotion simmering just under the surface. Welcome to Stories from the Heart of Leadership with Shamin Sadiq. In this program, you'll hear from others who face the same adversities in life as the rest of us. But these individuals have redirected their energies to creating extraordinary ideas and concepts. Find out what they are and what's behind the motive. Now, here is your host, Shamin Sadiq. Hello and welcome to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. I'm your host, Shamin Sadiq. And today is the first show of the year 2015. And as it is a new year, I thought it would be fitting to begin by talking about uh, what, what the significance of the new year is. So I haven't spoken with you uh, live for a few weeks, mainly because, um, and I feel like a bit of a broken record here, I was really tired before the holiday season began. I had worked really hard all year. I had a very successful year, uh, and it took a lot out of me. It asked a lot of me, and a lot of um, demands were made on my time that I said yes to and did with a lot of willingness, love, and joy. And there was a cost to it. When the holiday season approached, I found myself very, very tired and in need of a rest. And... It was sort of interesting because someone who's worked very closely with me for many years commented to me at that time that she hadn't noticed me taking a vacation since 2010, which is five years ago. So um, now it doesn't mean I hadn't taken the day off here or there or taken a Friday uh, to do something for myself or taken uh, a weekend. Um, I don't work 24-7. But I hadn't actually taken a block of time just for me where I would really unplug and just um, be with myself, be away from my work and give myself the brain break that I think I needed. And so it was uh, with a bit of trepidation but a lot of gratefulness that I did take that break and I think that's important at the end of the year and going into a new year I think it's very important to take some time to rest yes of course but also to take stock to take stock of um, what has happened over the past year and perhaps even more than the past year what are the threads that have led me to the place I'm in now and to uh, celebrate and appreciate all that has happened to bring uh, me, and when I say me, I mean you as well, that bring us to this point. Uh, Then to take some rest and then begin to prepare for the year ahead. And so that's what I did. Um, Self-care has been the topic of conversation for many uh, show, as if you listen regularly, you will know. 
And it's not my intention to make that the central focus of today's show, but I did want to start with a poem that really speaks to this need for rest. And it's by Pablo Neruda, and the poem is called Keeping Quiet. It's from uh, Prayers for the Earth. So let me read this to you. Now we will count to 12, and we will all keep still. For once on the face of the earth, let's not speak in any language. Let's stop for one second and not move our arms so much. It would be an exotic moment without rush, without engines. We would all be together in a sudden strangeness. Fishermen in the cold sea would not harm whales, and the man gathering salt would look at his hurt hands. Those who prepare green wars, wars with gas, wars with fire, victory with no survivors, would put on clean clothes and walk about with their brothers in the shade doing nothing. What I want should not be confused with total inactivity. Life is what it is about. I want no truck with death. If we were not so single-minded about keeping our lives moving and for once could do nothing, perhaps a huge silence might interrupt this sadness of never understanding ourselves and of threatening ourselves with death. Perhaps the earth can teach us as when everything seems dead and later proves to be alive. Now I'll count up to 12 and you keep quiet and I will go. That's from Prayers for the Earth. The poem is called Keeping Quiet and the author is Pablo Neruda. I think the, the fifth part of that poem spoke to me most as I just read it. Those who prepare green wars, wars with gas, wars with fire, victory with no survivors, would put on clean clothes and walk about with their brothers in the shade doing nothing. It reminds me of something I've said before and others have said too, that we all belong to the same human family. We're all siblings in the same human family. And the wars that we wage upon others and ourselves are really quite pointless. So that's what I did. I, I kept myself quiet uh, for part of the time over the holiday season, and it served me well. I was in need of some deep rest, and I found myself sleeping a lot, and uh, also found myself restored in time for the holidays and the celebrations with family that happened during that time. So there's much to celebrate and much to appreciate, that's for sure. And there's a bit of uncertainty for me right now. Now, I'm not sure if this is because I'm not accustomed to taking a vacation from my work. And uh, today being the first day back, perhaps it's like this for everybody when they take a vacation, that they come back to work not quite sure uh, where they stand, where what they're up to. And I was saying to a friend last night, I feel a bit... I've been apprehensive because I feel a bit purposeless. And I know I'm not purposeless. I know that I have a very strong sense of purpose, but I do believe that I am becoming someone different from who I have been. But I thought I'd begin with uh, another poem, actually, about the wind. I think I might have mentioned to you before that the wind the wind gets really violent here uh, in Canada sometimes for some reason, and last night was no exception. We had very warm temperatures here yesterday, and then today it became very, very cold, uh, almost a 30-degree Celsius drop in the temperature overnight. And so the wind that brought that new front or new weather front in 
was quite uh, severe. And in fact, even today, the gusts are, are just um, extraordinary in their strength, but cause a bit of fear in me as I listen to them from my home. Um, my friend, my my old friend Hafiz, uh, a Sufi mystic and poet, writes a poem called Tired of Speaking Sweetly that speaks to me about this tumultuous time when the wind is blowing and I'm not quite sure and I don't know what I'm up to. Here's what he has to say. And the poem again is called Tired of Speaking Sweetly. Love wants to reach out and manhandle us. Break all our teacup talk of God. If you had the courage and could give the beloved his choice, some nights he would just drag you around the room by your hair, ripping from your grip all those toys in the world that bring you no joy. Love sometimes gets tired of speaking sweetly and wants to rip to shreds all your erroneous notions of truth that make you fight within yourself, dear one, and with others, causing the world to weep on too many fine days. God wants to manhandle us, lock us inside of a tiny room with himself, and practice his dropkick. The beloved sometimes wants to do us a great favor, hold us upside down, and shake all the nonsense out. But when we hear he is in such a playful drunken mood, most everyone I know quickly packs their bags and hightails it out of town. The poem, Tired of Speaking Sweetly, by Hafiz, translated by Daniel Ladinsky. I think the point of this for me right now, as I ask myself these questions about what is ahead and who am I becoming, is that everything that I think may be true about myself is just an illusion. It's just a story I tell myself. It's just an experience that I've had. But it's not who I really am. It's just um, some of the markers that life asks us to uh, use to help identify ourselves or uses we use them to help uh, establish a place. Let, let me give you some context here. The topic for today is indeed, who am I becoming? And I feel like I've asked myself some significant questions over and over again over the year and over the years. And if you're one of my clients, you'll know that I ask you these questions as well. And these are questions like, who are you? Why are you here? What is the gift or contribution you are here to offer? And I think those questions are really important. And I think sometimes the answers to those questions can become um, a bit limiting when we fully lived into those answers, when we um, have fully identified with whatever the current version of the answers to those questions are, then they become a bit limiting. And I'm noticing that about myself. So I was thinking about um, something that's ahead for me. I'm taking a course this weekend. And I was thinking about how at the beginning of a class, everybody introduces themselves. And I've taught enough classes to know that that introduction is your chance to really put your voice in and establish who you are and establish some credibility and explain why you, you get to be sitting in the seat that you're sitting in. And so it's an advanced um, coaching course that I'm taking, an advanced training in my own field. And I was thinking about how I might introduce myself. And some of these markers that I've been talking about are things I might say. I might say I'm an executive coach. I might say I work with leaders all over North America. I 
might say, I, I teach other coaches how to do this work. Um, and I might talk about some of the uh, credibility and uh, experience I have in this field. Those are all things that I could definitely say when I introduce myself. And of course, I will also say things about what's happening with me personally at this moment, as I, as I usually do. And those answers to those questions or those statements about myself, they're not who I am. They may be who I've been and they may be what I've been up to, but they're not actually who I am or who I am becoming. And so it just raised a a big question mark for me about this question of who I'm becoming. But before I get ahead of myself, let's talk for a moment about who am I and why am I here. And as you're listening, um, I hope that these questions that I'm asking myself and sharing with you are prompting you to ask these questions of yourself. That, that is the point here. I do believe that whatever our experience is, we're not the only one that's having it. And so if I'm sitting in some uncertainty about what's ahead for me, perhaps some of you are too, or maybe you have sat with this kind of uncertainty. Uh, And if you'd like to talk about some of the uncertainty that you're sitting with, I'd love it if you would join the call, join the show today. You can call in at 1-888-346-9141 and uh, we can have a chat here live on the air. In the meantime, let me share something that I wrote back in 2008. I was thinking about this question of who am I and why am I here? And I wrote this and I thought I might read it for the first time in a long time right now. Uh, so that we could explore it together and see uh, how much of it has actually come into fruition or or into being and how much of it is still uh, in process. So, Who Am I and Why Am I Here? Uh, Reflections by Shamin Sadiq, written in 2008. I am a mother, here to model what it is to truly take care of myself so that my children will learn how to do the same. I am a survivor, here to stay true to who I am and what I stand for, no matter the circumstances. I am a partner, here to give and receive in service of our larger impact in the world. I am a lover, here to love with joy and be joyfully loved. I am the sun, here to warm the back of your neck as you gaze out over the ocean. I am the snow, falling invisibly and coating mountain peaks with shimmering light. I am a stone, whose shape and path is determined by the flowing water and the certainty of gravity. I am a skydiver, here to leap gracefully, even when faced with fear that can keep me rooted in place. I am a builder of communities, here to bring us together so that we can more effectively and powerfully do our work in the world. I am an insatiable little girl who adores and is adored. I am a woman, here to move with grace, dignity, and purpose through my journey. I am you, here to reflect and mirror presence. I am the world. Within my body and experience lives all that brings sorrow and peace to humanity. I am a spiritual warrior, here to hold what is seemingly opposite, yet remarkably remaining still grounded and connected to my source. I am a goddess, here to radiate with beauty, love, and compassion. So as I read that, I feel slightly bashful and um, slightly inspired and um, also just a little bit disappointed. (laughs) I noticed that there were lots of things I said in 2008 about why I'm here and many of them are in process, not so many of them are completed. But maybe that's not the point. 
maybe the point is not to become a finished product and, and check off all of these statements as, okay, done, I'm done with this. Maybe the point is to be in the process. And it strikes me um, with a bit of irony as I read the first one, I'm a mother here to model what it is to truly take care of myself so that my children will learn how to do the same. And if you listen to my shows, it seems like there's a theme almost every time I'm on the air, I'm telling you that I am learning how to take care of myself. So that's definitely one of those work in progress items. The one that draws my attention in this moment that I want to share to you with you before we go to break is I'm a builder of communities here to bring us together so that we can more effectively and powerfully do our work in the world. And as we segue into the break and then the second segment of the show, I do want to talk a little bit more about um, what's next, but I thought it was important to start with um, who, I, who I said I was and who I said or why I said I was here. This is one that I haven't had um, much opportunity to put into play. And at the end of 2014, I realized that this was probably a way in which I could make, um, take the next step in my own work to bring people together so that we can more effectively and powerfully do our work in the world. In other words, it's not all up to me. Um, everything doesn't have to be done by me. I'm not the only one who can do what it is I'm, I'm doing. And I'm speaking about this both as a parent. Uh, I'm not alone parenting my kids. I have, uh, they have a father who cooperates um, beautifully and co-parents beautifully with me. And I have other adults in my life who I'm in relationship with. Uh, a man in my life, I have my parents, I have uh, four parents actually because I have two sets of parents and um, a, a sister and a brother and lots of other people who I can work together with to be um, uh, good parents to my children. But on a professional level, I also have been operating as if it's all up to me. And my intention this year is to make some changes so that um, I'm building, I'm a builder of a team and the team actually is serving more than I delivering all by myself. So with that, uh, let's go to a break. And when we come back, we'll talk more about the becoming questions as opposed to the who, who am I and why am I here? More about who am I becoming? And I hope that this is helpful to you as you enter into this new year, 2015. So uh, going to a break now, when we come back, I'll talk more about this. And you are listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. I'm Shamin Sadiq. Talk to you in a bit. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. If you have a question or comment, or just want to find out more about our program, please send Shamine an email. Her email address is shameen at anjaliLeadership.com. That's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at A-N-J-A-L-I Leadership.com. Now, back to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. Welcome back to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. I'm your host, Shameen Sadiq. And our topic today is, who am I becoming? Before we jump back into the topic at hand, let me talk to you about a few upcoming events that you might want to know about. Um, First of all, I mentioned in the first segment that I was taking a course this weekend. So this event is not mine, but it is one that I'm attending. And I thought I'd mention it because I think uh, if you were really fast, you could even get organized to join us if uh, if it's something that interests you. So the, the class is called Neuroscience, Consciousness and Coaching, Modules 1 and 2. It's happening here in Toronto, and it's presented by Be Above Leadership. And you can find them at Be Above Leadership. That's B E Above Leadership.com. And if you were listening to the show back in June, you'll recall that one of the principals of this company, Ann Betts, joined me as a guest on the show, and we talked about having it all together. So I've been waiting for a long time to take this course. Uh, I think Ann Betts is an awesome teacher, actually. I think she's an awesome coach as well, but um, my experience with her is when she's been teaching and presenting um, the neuroscience behind coaching. And I think for me, the reason that it's so important to take this class, and I'm so excited about it, is because I believe that coaching is an art, and I'm thrilled that there's a science behind it. And I want to make sure that I fully understand the science behind it. Now, I'm never going to be a neuroscientist, and I don't think that's my forte, but to be able to speak with some uh, understanding and some intelligence about the science that backs up the art of executive coaching and leadership development is very exciting to me. And as well, I think, and I hope, I'm going to learn more about the brain, and that might help me in terms of uh, my entire life and understanding myself, my kids, uh, the kids that I work with, and and the clients, uh, adult clients that I work with as well. So that's something you can uh, jump into, I think, if you are quick, and uh, it begins on Wednesday, so today is Monday. So check out BeAboveLeadership.com for more information on that. Secondly, on Tuesday, January 27th at 11 o'clock Eastern Time, I will be featured on uh, another series called the 2015 Catapult Your Career Success Summit. So my colleague Linda Catalan is the organizer and founder of this career, uh, career summit, and it is a 
Let me see. Complimentary event. It runs from January 20th through February 2nd, 2015. It's an online uh, program, so you can access it by phone or internet. And there are other guest speakers besides myself, um, including Kim Addis, Dana Menciagli, Sylvia Lafair, Melanie Dodero, Regina Barr, um, Gary Ford, Kathy Miller Miller, Susan Freeman, and Carla Kendall, and many other people. Um, if you register for this for the live sessions and can't make it all, you'll receive access for free to all the recordings. So this is worth checking out. Uh, go to resultscatalyst.ca and find out how to register for the catapult. Um, uh, sorry. Catapult Your Career Success Summit. So that is resultscatalyst.ca. And my uh, my part of it is happening on Tuesday, January 27th at 11. I'll be talking about growing up gifts. So it's about leadership and the gifts of leadership and how to grow them from uh, using them in ways that get in your way, make everything harder, and disempower all the people around you to using your gifts in a very powerful way that engages people, um, presents a powerful vision, and has people mobilized and excited and engaged and enrolled to work with you to create something that matters. So join me for that. As well, I'll be speaking at the Bond Academy Parent Council meeting on Wednesday, January 28th, the very next day at 6 p.m. That is a in-person event. If you are a parent at Bond Academy, you're more than welcome to be there, of course. Uh, it is for you. And if you're not, I believe you can come for the presentation part, and then you would have to excuse yourself for the meeting, meeting part that happens afterwards where they discuss official parent council business. Um, but that's Bond Academy Parent Council. And uh, if you want more information about Bond Academy and where it is and how to, how to join the meeting, please email me at um, shameen, S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N, at anjaliLeadership.com. That's A-N-J-A-L-I, leadership.com. I'll be talking about something. I haven't quite come up with the exact title yet, but I've been thinking, what is it that I wish every parent would hear? And... Because I have this unique opportunity every month to be with kids, elementary school-aged kids, in a way that's a little bit different from their teachers, I get to learn a lot about what goes on underneath the surface with these young people, and I wish every parent could hear some of what I've heard. And so without um, revealing any confidences or confidential information or um, revealing any particular child's scenario, I, I want to somehow let these parents know that this is what's going on with the kids. So that's what's happening on the 28th. As well, I'm teaching the Leadership Circle Profile Certification three times this year, April 15th to 17th in Toronto, June 10th to 12th in the D.C. area, and September 30th to October 2nd in Denver. So uh, go to theleadershipcircle.com if you are an executive coach or an HR or OD or L&D professional and you'd like to get certified to use a powerful 360-degree assessment technology, um, go check it out and come join me there. Okay, enough about the upcoming events. Let's get back to the topic at hand. Who am I becoming? And if you feel inclined to join me in this conversation, please feel free to call in at 1-888-346-9141. I'd love to have you join the conversation. 
So I was talking in the earlier segment about the questions of who am I and why am I here? And again, these are questions I ask myself uh, over and over and over again, and they're very valid and very powerful questions to consider. But the one about who I'm becoming is quite different and is very intriguing to me today. So I was thinking again about introducing myself on Wednesday when I go to this course. And if I am not my accomplishments, if I am not what I have been known for, if I'm not my brand, I'm not my clients, or how much money I'm making, then who am I? And I don't have all the answers (laughs) to this question, which is probably the point. Um, I think sometimes the question is more useful than the answer, finding the answer per se. Um, Rainer Rilke, a German poet, says this, everything is gestation and then bringing forth to let each impression and each germ of a feeling come to completion wholly in itself, in the dark, the inexpressible, the unconscious, beyond the reach of one's intelligence, and await with deep humility the birth hour of a new clarity. That alone is living the artist's life, in understanding as in creating. And I think that's what I'm sitting in, is this gestation um, in this question of who am I becoming, to let it come to completion or at least completion as, as much as it can be complete in this moment because we're all works in progress and nobody's a finished product and this whole thing about who am I, why am I here, who am I becoming is about a process and a journey. And so to allow this chapter of it to reveal itself to me um, and to wait for that to actually take hold is important and, and frustrating for me because I like to know what the answer is now and I like to be able to figure things out and move forward. I'd love to have a game plan in place for 2015 and at the moment I'm still sitting with a big question mark in my heart and it doesn't negate anything that I've done so far and it doesn't mean that anything will be that different as I go forward but I am thinking about things that I started to explore um, towards the end of last year. So I think I've shared my vision with you in the past. Um, I took a a fresh look at it this morning. Again, I took this two-week hiatus from work over the holiday season. I took almost entirely two weeks off, which is really a lot for me. And I didn't open my computer. I didn't turn it on. I barely checked my, I scanned my emails. I didn't read them. Um, Only if there was something from my assistant that was really important did I respond. Everything else just had to wait until today. I didn't open my journal. I didn't think about my, my life purpose. I didn't spend time reflecting on the future or my vision. I really let everything just rest. So today I opened this journal that I bought in October. I like to buy a beautiful journal every year to begin um, to have an open space to let the next chapters unfold and to record noticings, um, thoughts, poems, whatever comes up for me along the time that I have that journal, I just write it in in it. So I began with um, a vision, a vision that became apparent to me uh, in October of last year, and I thought I'd just read it to you again. My vision is that every child on the planet goes to sleep each night knowing they are safe, loved, and enough. And underneath that, I had written a draft of my life purpose, um, still formulating the exact words here, but here's what I've got so far. 
I am a great mother who holds sacred space for the children. I am a great mother who holds sacred space for the children. So when I ask myself today, who am I becoming? And I just drop that question in. The answer is, I'm becoming a great mother. And it has many iterations. There are many reflections of my mothering. But I thought I'd begin with the one that's most personal, um, the one here at home, the mother I am to myself. I had a very powerful dream the other night. I dreamt that I walked into a house. Uh, I believe it, it was a house that I, was, that I knew. It wasn't my own house, but it was um, the, the house next door to where I grew up. And I knew that house because my friend lived there, and I had gone there to play with her many times, so I, I was familiar with it. I walked to the door of this house, and I let myself in. And it was one of those dreams where I was conscious in the dream of doing something because I was afraid. I didn't want to walk into this house. It's not mine. But I, but I told myself I had to go in. And I went inside the house and I looked around and, and walked into some of the different rooms. And I found a, like a playroom, a children's room with some stuffed animals and toys. And I heard someone coming, so I hid. You know how children do that when, you, when you're coming? Like they're in the basement playing together. And I, I don't know if your kids do this, but mine do. And I come down the stairs, they hide. That's what I did in my dream. I hid in, inside all the stuffed animals. And this person came down and saw me right away, as adults usually do when children are hiding, and said, I, I was scared, but the person said to me, oh, Shamin, I know you so well. I've known you for such a long time. And so I stood up and, and began to converse with this person. And that looked familiar. The person looked familiar to me. And without boring you with all of the details of my dream, I realized that there was a child standing next to me and that this person who I was speaking to was not really speaking with me as much as they were gazing at this child with an enormous amount of love. And I realized that this was, I, I don't know who it was, but I'm, I'm taking meaning out of the dream that the person who I was speaking to was some sort of a energetic angel or a guardian angel might be a term that you're familiar with um, but some energetic presence who is watching over uh, this child and I thought when I woke up that the child was me you know that this was my my guardian angel saying to me I know you I've known you for a long time I've always been with you and um I, I like that thought. I woke up weeping with that thought and having taken that meaning out of the dream. But as it has uh, marinated with me, again, as Rilke says, let each impression and each germ of feeling come to completion. Um, I've allowed it to continue to make its way with me, this dream. And I believe it may have something to do with who I am becoming because there's this um, mothering that I feel that I'm here to do um, with myself, with my own kids, and with kids in general. And so I, I found the dream to be very powerful and a signal that um, this, is the, this is the place to look now. So, having said that, I'm not quite sure what else to say about it. It feels um, a bit vulnerable to be sharing this um, live on the air, and yet that's what this show is about, stories from the heart of leadership. I want you to know that you're not the only one. If you're having an experience of uncertainty, if you're having an experience of um, strange dreams that you're trying to make meaning out of, if you're having the experience of struggling to... to 
to love yourself and take care of yourself well. Um, if you're like me and you give all of yourself to others without um, replenishing your own, your own, uh, without recharging your own battery, then I want you to know that, um, yeah, I'm with you on this too. And I'm working on it. Um, and I know you are too. And I'm here for you. I want you to uh, reach out and share what you are learning about yourself as you're in this process, if this is something that resonates with you. So I am sharing it all here. And I do it um, because I, I believe that may be part of my purpose as well, to be transparent, to be vulnerable, to open my exploration and do it more publicly uh, seems to resonate. I sometimes get letters from you saying that it resonated. So um, glad if that's the case. And if not, well, then don't listen anymore. That's okay too. <laughs> you don't have to listen to what I have to say. And I'm not saying anything that is to be taken wholly as the truth. It's just my experience that I'm reporting uh, along the way. And so this who am I becoming question for me, the answer in this moment is I'm becoming a great mother. Or maybe I'm becoming a better mother. <laughs> maybe that's enough. Um, here at home, here with myself, here with my kids. And I don't know how that will translate here with my clients. Um, I'm not my client's mother, but there definitely is a mothering energy that is um, part of what I offer. So uh, we'll, we'll stay tuned and see where this leads me. I think it's an important reflection to be in, especially at the beginning of the year. And even if I don't have an answer, a full answer, like right now, I'm a bit frustrated because I'd love to know, well, what does that mean? What should I do? What will the program be? What should I put on my website? How should I change things? Um, I don't think it's time for that just yet. So I'll keep you posted as it reveals itself to me. But just know that I'm in the question. And if you're in the question too, then um, we're in it together. And you're not alone. Uh, I felt a bit awkward today because the new year came upon me rather quickly and I didn't have a guest for the show. And I was thinking, oh my goodness, I'm doing the show alone again. I'm thinking about what I'm going to say alone again. But I'm not alone because we're here together. And even if you're not um, speaking with me live here on the air, I always know that we are in the conversation together. And I appreciate that. So we are going to go to a break. And when we come back, let's talk about you. What about you? Who are you becoming? This is Shamin Sadik. You're listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. And we'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. If you have a question or comment, or just want to find out more about our program, please send Shamin an email. Her email address is shameen at anjaliLeadership.com. That's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at A-N-J-A-L-I Leadership.com. Now, back to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. Welcome back to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. This is Shameen Sadiq, your host, and you're listening to us today on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our topic today is who am I becoming? And I've been talking an awful lot about myself and my reflections and my thoughts about all of this and I've been linking it to poetry and other things that I think will be interesting to you and as I was preparing for the show today I was thinking what about you I I want to know more about you I actually don't know who you are I have um, awareness that my listenership is growing Um, the show has been active since the middle of February last year. So we're coming up on the first year. I think I got off to a very strong start, uh, had a lot of enthusiasm and energy and a lot of uh, excitement about different guests and bringing different topics to you. And then as things got um, busier with me uh, in my in my work life and I got more and more uh, engaged in lots of other work things, I felt like it fell off a little bit. But I noticed that you, more of you are listening. And I know that uh, what I know is that I have about 5,000 listeners to each show. At least that was the last time I checked um, what it had grown to. So it's not huge, but hey, 5,000 is a lot in my book. I I never had a radio show before, so I I think that's awesome. And I also know that you don't listen live as much as you listen to the recordings afterwards. So um, I need to know more about who you are. I want to shape the show to meet your needs to um, to meet obviously to meet my purpose and to meet your needs and somehow hope that these mesh together uh, I want to know what you're interested in I want to know what you care about that we could talk about here on the show I want to know what you're more interested in hearing me reflecting on things by myself 
or me talking with different guests about different topics. I want to know what topics interest you. I want to shape this show this year to make it um, even more powerful than it has been already. That's assuming that it has been powerful, and I, I think it has. It's certainly been a powerful experience for me. And the few messages that I've received from listeners um, like yourselves have really uh, helped me to see that, um, that, that, that the show is useful and that it's having some sort of an impact in a positive way, which is really important to me. So I want to know um, who you are, what you care about. I also want to know who are you becoming. And I keep inviting you to join the conversation live on the air. But since most of you seem to listen afterwards, I suppose that's why I don't get that many callers. But I'll give you the number one more time just in case you want to talk for a few minutes at the end of uh, this show. Uh, 1-888-346-9141. We've got a few minutes left. So please call in if you like. And if calling in isn't uh, possible because you're listening to this later, but you would like to connect, there are many ways to connect with me. Um, the easiest is just send me an email, shameen, S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N, at anjaliedership.com. That's A-N-J-A-L-I, leadership.com. Another way is to connect with me on Facebook, uh, to connect with me on LinkedIn, um, to sign up for my newsletter, which you can find on the front page of my website. That's anjaliedership.com and sign up for my newsletter. You'll get a weekly reminder about the show and I write a newsletter about once a month, um, uh, depending on when the spirit moves me to write something. So that's another way. Uh, also, I do have... Um, power circles that I run from time to time that are open to everyone. You don't have to be an executive coach or a leader to, to come to uh, one of my power circles. Um, everyone is welcome. And we're all leaders anyway, by the way, even if your title is not CEO or VP or SVP um, or director or manager, you're still a leader in your own life. We all get to lead our own lives. And so these power circles are for everyone. So check my website regularly to see when the next one is. At the moment, I don't have one scheduled, but I expect there'll be one in the first quarter of this year. And that's a, a chance to spend a day together talking about all of these questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What is the gift that I am here to offer? How can I offer that gift in the most effective way? Be that at work, at home, in my personal life, uh, in the community. What are the things that I'm doing that are getting in my way and how can I stop doing those things so that I can really do the things that give me joy, that bring me happiness, that are um, satisfying and make me feel like I am doing something useful. I believe that we all want to contribute in some way um, to something and whatever that is, it could be... Um, making ice cream that makes people happy uh, when they eat it. It could be uh, making shoes that people love to wear. It could be running programs for children, for disempowered youth that give them a sense of hopefulness. I mean, everyone has got some purpose to serve, I believe. And my desire is to help you to offer it as um, freely and joyously and easily as you can. I know so many people who want to be doing something but feel that they can't. And when we start to explore the 
um, external things that are stopping them, that's actually only a small part of what stops them. What's much bigger is their own internal dialogue, the stories they tell themselves, um, what they say about themselves, other people, and how the world works, and how they limit themselves uh, with those stories. So, uh, join me, join me. Let's get together and uh, explore all of this together. And for sure, though, please, if there are 5,000 of you, um, surely a few of you could send me an email and let me know uh, what you love about the show, what you don't love about the show, uh, what would make it more enjoyable and useful to you, and um, how you find it useful to you currently. Uh, Please, please tell me, because I'd love to know more about you and who you are. Which brings me to uh, another poem that I want to share. It's one of my favorites. It's not by me. Uh, it was written by Oriah Mountain Dreamer, and it's called The Invitation. And you can find this poem very easily if you just Google The Invitation. It is, it is a very popular, well-known poem, and I'm uh, always um, grateful when I read it because it speaks to the heart of, of these questions about... Um, who we really are, who we are and who we're becoming and who we innately are and our essential nature. So, uh, Oriah Mountain Dreamer, The Invitation. It doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for and if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dream, for the adventure of being alive. It doesn't interest me what planets are squaring your moon. I want to know if you've touched the center of your own sorrow, if you have opened by life's betrayals, or have become shriveled and closed from fear of further pain. I want to know if you can sit with pain, mine or your own, without moving to hide it or fade it or fix it. I want to know if you can be with joy, mine or your own, you can dance with wildness and let the ecstasy fill you to the tips of your fingers and toes without cautioning us to be careful, to be realistic, or to remember the limitations of being human. It doesn't interest me if the story you are telling me is true. I want to know if you can disappoint another to be true to yourself, if you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul, if you can be faithless and therefore trustworthy. I want to know if you can see beauty, even when it is not pretty, every day, and if you can source your own life from its presence. I want to know if you can live with failure, yours and mine, and still stand on the edge of the lake and shout to the silver of the full moon, yes! It doesn't interest me to know where you live or how much money you have. I want to know if you can get up after the night of grief and despair weary and bruised to the bone, and do what needs to be done to feed the children. It doesn't interest me who you know or how you came to be here. I want to know if you will stand in the center of the fire with me and not shrink back. It doesn't interest me where or what or with whom you have studied. I want to know what sustains you from the inside when all else falls away. I want to know if you can be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments. Which really brings us full circle, doesn't it? This poem, The Invitation by Oriah Mountain Dreamer. It brings us full circle in this conversation back to where we started. 
which is there are all these markers that identify us or that we identify with, um, how old we are, uh, what is our sign, um, what is our story, uh, how, what successes or failures have we had, how much money do we have, where do we live, who do we know, who did we study with, name dropping. Uh, it's not who we are. It's not who we are. These are just experiences that we have or um, gifts that were given to us, but they're not who we are. Who we are is something very, very different, and who we are becoming is even different from who we may have been. And that's the point here. It doesn't interest me to know who you know or how you came to be here. I want to know if you'll stand in the center of the fire with me and not shrink back. I want to know that too. I have been um, in exploring new relationships and having uh, fiery um, communications, fiery incidences with people that I'm in relationship with. I can think of two at this moment from the last few days, people very, very close to me. And I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it for anything. Um, It would be easy to say, oh, let's never have that kind of exchange again. Let's never get into that kind of a fight, quote unquote, or have that sort of interaction. Um, Let's not fight. Let's just be friends. Let's all get along well. Yes, I love it when things are on an even keel and things are pleasant. But you know what? You only find out who someone is when you stand in the fire. And sometimes some of those um, disagreements or challenging conversations, those let you stand in the fire with another human being. And then you get to find out who they really are, who you really are, um, how you are together in it, and how it's going to be when things get hard. Because you know what? In relationship, and this could be personal, it could be your love life, it could be your children, it could be um, work, it could be relationships at work, it could be relationships with friends. Uh, it's not, I'm not only talking about spouses here or boyfriends and girlfriends. Um, when you can see what it's like, how people navigate through the hard times, then you begin to know what it's going to be like to be in relationship with that person. Then you have a real sense of all of what is, or more of what is present than just the nice, easy stuff. So I, um, yeah, I want to stand in the center of the fire with people and not shrink back. That's, that's how I like to do it too. And so I invite you to join me there. Um, Let's talk. I want to know more about you, what matters to you, who you really are, and let's shape this program together so that we can make it useful for all of you. If nothing else, please at least tell me what I'm doing well and where I could improve because that would be enormously helpful to me in my quest to continue the journey of becoming who I am. And so with that, I will leave you for this week. Next week, I do have a guest. Yay, I have a guest. It is Linda Catalan. She is the person who I was telling you about earlier, um, the founder and creator of the Catapult Your Career Success Summit. And that begins January 20th, as I mentioned. And so uh, next week, we'll have her on the show so she can tell us more about the summit, how she created it, what it is, and how you can avail yourselves of it. So until then, I wish you so much joy, so much um, happiness for 2015 and beyond. Make this the year that 
um, that really counts. That's what I want for you. Uh, and whatever that means, whatever form or shape that is, and if there's any way in which I can support you in your journey of becoming who you are becoming, uh, you know how to get a hold of me. Again, that's Shameen, S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at AnjaliLeadership.com. Let's talk about how my team can help you to create the success that you want for this year. So with that, I will leave you and I'll look forward to next time. Again, this is Shamin Sadek. You've been listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership and I thank you so much and can't wait to be with you again. Thank you so much for joining us today for Stories from the Heart of Leadership. Shamin Sadek will be back next Monday with another extraordinary guest at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll come back as well. Have a terrific week. And remember, you are not alone. 